Хей, Том! Привет, Стив! Ребята, я надеюсь, у вас получится отличное шоу. Вы же всегда заставляете меня смеяться. Well, welcome to Masters of Profundication. I'm Tom with them. I'm Steve Piles. And again, segwayless, we're going to talk about some things today. I feel like you're giving a warning, but I'm not sure why. Well, that's how we get all of our listeners. Because uh, right, right, right. You don't want to listen to this episode. Uh, we delve we, into the areas of the psyche that are dark and disturbing. The part we, of your soul that questions, always questioning, seeking always answers, but never finding them. Pontificating. Uh, yeah, our downloads, our episode downloads have been just through the chart well it, the one where we had the uh the warning saying you don't want to wa- you don't want to listen to this episode uh has the most downloads which it is a very valid warning <laughs> so I, so I maintain it was. that if you listen to that episode it absolutely deserved yeah. the disclaimer but uh so i think for future reference we should have disclaimers saying don't listen to this episode for all of for every single all of them we that might have said that last know. time but we mean it this time we uh we, we meant it last time. This this time we went to a uh, we went to the seedy underbelly of Portland, and what we saw we there did. was absolutely St. John Street in Portland yeah. is absolutely the seedy underbelly. <laughs> um, yeah, we did a uh, something I've never done before, which was trivia night at a pub. Technically, not a pub. They call it pub trivia, but it was really a lounge. It's a Mexican restaurant, so it would be a pueblo. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I remember, know about Pueblos is Pueblo. the, uh, that thing, the, the commercial back in the 80s where you'd send away for something and it was at Pueblo, Colorado. Oh my that God, the, you're right. I do remember that. That was the address. But I, I can't remember what it was. It was like a U.S. Census information toolkit or something. It was some weird... Pueblo, Colorado. Something. And then that was the end of the address and they'd repeat it like five times. But everybody knows that. You have to repeat it seven times in order to actually memorize it. If you want yeah. your time life, you know, how to fix a sink collection, you had to send in to Pueblo, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, those were interesting infomercials, the home improvement way, way before there was YouTube and the Internet. Because <laughs> now, now if you have a problem in your house, all you have to do is YouTube it and watch somebody, a quote unquote expert, yeah. do it. And then you can you, too, can be an expert. I've, yep. I've used YouTube plenty to fix stuff around the house. Uh, I actually... Uh, I changed the wheel bearings on my wife's vehicle once, and I watched a YouTube video on how to do it, and it your worked YouTube, perfect. Yeah, your story's way better than mine. I, I watched a YouTube video on how to sew a button twice. What? <laughs> I Wait. needed to sew a button on a shirt. I didn't know how to do one, so I watched a YouTube video on how to do it, and then like a year or two later, I had to do it again, so I rewatched another video on how to do it. <laughs> was it like a special way to sew? or like, Nope. Did you- it was basically... I'm like, I don't know how to sew a goddamn button on a goddamn shirt. I got to watch a video to do this. So, Interesting. No, yeah. That's like, a word for it. <laughs> like in step one, like don't stop needle. drooling on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> step two, take your helmet off. <laughs> step three, call your mom and apologize because she's crying right now and she doesn't know why. Yeah. Avoid any pointy corners in your house because <laughs> if you can't sew a button, no, I... Screw uh, you! <laughs> I, uh, I did not come here to be abused. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did. Yeah, I learned, I learned to sew in the military. And when I was in basic See? training in the Army, they have Uncle a Sam class. Uncle Sam didn't pay for my education like you. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a class on everything. Like they strip you down to a drooling moron and then they build you back up. They they uh, it's just it was so much fun. But there was classes <laughs> on like sounds fun. Oh yeah. Like how to do everything in your life. You had to you had to relearn how to be a human being in their image. So there were basic classes, class, you know, and some of the classes were like a half hour each and some of them were, you know, all day, but everything from balancing a checkbook to sewing a button to folding clothes to doing lawn, you know, just did they, they uh, did they reteach you how to wipe? Tell the truth. <laughs> there may Is have there been special a military. Do you have to fold the quarters first into like a yes. tetrahedron? I guarantee, I, I, you joke, but I guarantee there was, during a hygiene class, there was probably, <laughs> this is how you do it. I guarantee, because that's, that's how, when they say basic training, they mean basic training. So, like, all day, all morning, you're out with, you know, how to, how to put a bayonet on your rifle and stab a tire. And then in the afternoon, right after lunch, they put you in a classroom with some drill sergeant that loves to yell at you because you're drowsy falling asleep <laughs> because they're trying to show you how to sew a button Tire this is shoes. how you yeah this is how you fold socks this is how you get dressed this is how you put your boots on this is how you walk this is it was anyway i nice. digress yeah basic training is exactly basic training <laughs> <sighs> but anyway we did something i've never done before which is trivia night at a bar yes i as well have not done that as well also wow Anyway, <laughs> as much as I love trivia, I had never done it in that type of setting. I had done a trivia, quote unquote, game show when I was in high school. So yeah. I, I, I'd done a, a competition once before in my life. Well, that's not true. I did a Bible verse <laughs> quiz show thing when I was younger than high school. Keep going. Bible Bowl. That's what we called it. The Bible Bowl. Did yep. you win the Bible Bowl? I just, I want to say we got like second. Like we did pretty good if I remember right. Was there any trophy for second place? No, you just got kicked in the junk. <laughs> because I want Jesus hates you. <laughs> That's right. I want to say that if you win the Bible Bowl, like you go home and fuck the prom queen. That's right. <laughs> but focus in quotes. What they, what they mean by fuck was that you got to pray together. Oh, right, right. Yes. The carnal type of praying. The Christian. Yes, the, the Christian side hug. That's what you got. <laughs> the side hug. The Christian side hug. Uh, I was in the same room as a woman. <laughs> You get to smell her Bible and she smells yours. Then you're like pre-engaged, I think. That's oh, my God. It works. Yeah. Quite the ritual. <laughs> you run your finger along the Bible spine and try not to lose your composure. Try. Try, but, but not yeah. succeed. Right. At least th- those are the legends. We got second place. So I don't even know. Like I said, we got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's an harsh. awful. That's an awful prize. <laughs> I got kicked in the nuts and they get to touch each other's Bibles. It's bull. Yeah, but just think of how much information you got from touching those Bibles, like through osmosis. I know. I can tell That's you. That's how it works, right? I can start naming those, say like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Okay, stop there. Wow, you but should yeah. have won. You should have won the Bible I bowl. I should have. I couldn't name any of those. I could. I know Genesis. <laughs> that's where they uh, get it on, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the dirty that's, book. No, that and yeah. Song of Solomon. That was pretty dirty too. Oh, really? I I got some reading to do then. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey. Song of Solomon is like porn, dude. Straight up it talks about boobies and everything. Really? Oh yeah. See that's see that's the one that like you're the expert in that. When you come to the table to the Bible Bowl and everybody's like, "Oh, I'm an expert in Genesis. Oh, I'm an expert in Exodus. I'm an expert," and you can be like, "Yeah, the one with all the <laughs> boobs." That's me. I got like a beret on and smoking a 
candy cigarette like oh let me tell you about the bible yeah you think you know about the bible let me tell you but um so trivia night which this was very interesting we we recorded ourselves but the audio is a little bit wonky so um we're gonna work on that and try and get that to you guys so anybody that's interested can follow along but in reality uh we we didn't want to put anybody through that before we got it through some sort of filtering device and then zip zap yeah, zerp. It's literally the phone was uh, sitting at our table and then we just talked and did everything like normal. So yeah, that, yeah. there's part of me that that's that would have been pretty cool, like just to have the raw and cut, like our reactions and our chit chat and stuff like that. But I well, there's still why. a possibility. Still a possibility. Yeah. We'll we'll run it through some filters to see. You know, our audio team working around the clock on it in our audio room. <laughs> we get our minions on it. The high, yeah, the production value is pretty high on that. A thousand monkeys we, working on a thousand typewriters will produce an that, artistic masterpiece. That that feels like it has to be a Simpsons reference. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'd be disappointed if we didn't start things <laughs> off. Um but just to go over a couple of the things that happened, uh, I would say probably the most important thing about the whole night was all-you-can-eat tacos for 10 bucks. Ah, the most important and the most disappointing aspect of the entire night. Because it was all-you-could-eat tacos, we could only fit six in our mouth. I actually... Six! I want to say that I could only get five. I Yeah, I kind of forced myself force-fed myself that last one. And I was going to get... She didn't even ask, though. The waitress did not ask if we want another round. Yeah, she I don't know, maybe she was it. just really good. She could tell, but yeah, she's she was feeling it. Yeah, I was feeling something she, too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so starting from the beginning, our hostess was gorgeous. Oh my god, she oh. she looked good. And then we went to our table. They basically we could pick any table we wanted, and sure as shit, we picked the table the furthest away from where all the action was. <laughs> but that was okay. We had our own nook. Our uh, enclave but um the there were some audio video clues and uh the gentleman came in and he had his own like little personal pa system and he set that up yeah it was like a karaoke up he had you know the microphone and amplifier and speakers and all that so he came to the table and he brought us 12 or 13 sheets of like a little pad of paper that had five lines on it one two three and then a b and then a square where we could wager our points, which at this stage in the game, we had no idea how that was going to work. But said, all I said was wager. So I really thought we were going to be able to get some bets of money on this. I was I was excited. Oh, well, I, I wanted, mean, I, I wanted to throw down some cash on this. Like, yeah, we're totally going to get this. Boom, five bucks. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, you get people walking out then because <laughs> not only not only do they have to pay like for the tacos, but um, my bluff. so we get our sheets, we put our names, our, the, our team name was Profundicators, of course. We couldn't... We, I, I thought about writing Masters of Profundication, but that's a lot to write on every single card. We're not that ambitious. And he'd have to read our, our name, Yeah, and that would have been... People probably would have turned and looked at us and said, been like, oh, you're the ones. That's right. We're th- they, would have, they would have matched up the faces to the voices they've been listening to for months now, obviously, because they're all fans. So uh, we get our, our little pads of paper and a pen, and like usual, it's just the two of us and all these other teams. I, I say all these other teams. Ha- about half the teams. There were probably a dozen teams there, I want to say. 
Because when he read the names of the teams, um, there seemed to me there were at least more 10. than eight, yeah. at least ten. And then one team got up and left halfway through. I don't know what that was about, but um, humiliation. That was, it was pretty cutthroat. Yeah. It was dog. Yeah. dog. <laughs> they were getting everybody just humiliated. started looking at him and silently laughing at them, and they knew it. Yeah, so they ran. But probably, I want to say there were four teams that just had two people. Like the people at the bar in front of us, it was just two the two of them, and then the two guys sitting in the table next to us, it was just two of them, and then yeah, but they were joined later on by a woman who was pretty, you know, tasty. Just saying, and astute. She seemed to bring uh, uh, a yeah, she, I think she pulled them off. Yeah, right. yeah, she she probably got them what they had for points. I just want to say that, but anyway, she uh, oh yeah, she was inspiring. All right. <laughs> um. So then really wasn't a lot of hesitation. It was, let's get right down to business. And we knocked the first question right out of the park. Which one was the first one? The first one was, what uh, Britannic oh, right, country with was not invaded by the Romans? Right. UK country? How did the, I don't remember how the question what, went. What, what country, which country as part of the United Kingdom? Like, what, what do you say? Which Britannic country that's part of the modern-day United Kingdom was never conquered by the Romans, pretty much. Yeah. So you and I both pretty much came to the conclusion that it was Scotland. Scotland! And Only Scotland. You had a little bit of uh, inside info there as well. Uh, oh, yeah, there was yeah. a little bit of a Game of Thrones reference there that you threw out. It's right, because Hadrian's Wall is a real-life landmark. It was built by the Romans to keep out the northern barbarians. And that is what George R. Martin based the wall on in his uh, Game of Game Thrones. Of Thrones. Yeah. So, uh, Scotland it was. Huzzah. Got that question correct. And then the second question was what S model sedan what what vehicle manufacturer S model sedan received the, highest, the 99, rated. highest rated sedan in Consumer Reports, uh, receiving a 99 out of 100. Which yeah, like highest I, ever, right? Yeah. Yeah, I receive Consumer Reports, and I will tell you that it is nigh impossible to get a high rating on cars. They are brutal with their car ratings. So uh, uh, a 99 out of 100 is actually pretty good. I mean, really good. Stellar. Highest. The, Apex. All, the Acme. All-American. The Acme. Could, could you? The Zenith. Uh, the Zenith. <laughs> Uh, the Topo Shijo. I don't know what that means, but uh, it was Tesla. Easy. Tesla. Um, but the the two people in the table next to us did not get it, and they were pretty surprised that they couldn't get it. And the two people at the bar, I heard, I overheard one of them say something along the lines of, "There's no way I would have ever gotten that." <laughs> we got it pretty so, quick. Yeah, we did. It was. It was I mean, a lot of doubt with us. Yeah, no doubt at all. And then came the third question, and the third question is it. It haunts me. It oh yeah, this is your. Me. Yeah, this is yours. The monkey. And your... uh, yeah, it. I got a underhand pitch question, and for the life of me, I couldn't get it. But I want to say that that a little bit of that, uh, no, a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, lyrics being read with no music, mm-hmm. no matter. No matter how familiar they look, it's very difficult to pinpoint them with a clock ticking. You know what I mean? Right. So basically, um, the first line of the lyrics I had in my head, I knew what they were, and I could not place them. The rest of it, eh. See, I had no idea. This is not a song. It was a song I seriously in my life have maybe heard three times, maybe. And that, 
I find that strange. I uh, but I'm gonna, a big fan. I don't know. I just never. It was not in my wheel. Uh, I'm going to read the lyrics as they appeared. Um, I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. That's not the word. No. Nope. 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 God damn. Oh. It's the friggin'. It's 2017, and my iPhone should just plug into my brain and tell me. That's the eight. What I want. Get away for the eight. Okay. You know what's funny is now that I'm reading the actual lyrics, he had them wrong on the board. <gasps> there you go. They were incorrect. And I'm going to read these, and you're going to know that they were incorrect. So here are the actual lyrics that the it should be. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. I only wanted to one time see you laughing. I only wanted to see you laughing in the see? blank blank. Now, this actually makes sense to me because I feel like he badly explained what he was doing with that question. Yes. Like, I feel like he said something about, like, this isn't exactly the lyrics, but this is, like, telling you the lyrics and you got to guess. Yes. Like, that's. The, the, I, it, I really didn't understand what the hell he was trying to get across. Right. And they were incorrect. They were, like, they were incorrect lyrics. And that makes a lot more sense to me now. Right. Based on what he was trying to explain. So the lyrics he gave us were not these exact lyrics. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. I only wanted to one time see you laughing. I only wanted to see you laughing in the blank. And I would have got that, I think. I yeah, because that, that, that rhymes. Right. And he purposely made it. He made it so what not, you thought would rhyme would be. Right. Not For anybody it. still listening, <laughs> the name of the song was Purple Rain. Yeah. And the see? fact that I could not come up with that troubled me because he even gave you like the two it was two words six letters and four letters so i feel like even i don't know purple rain i think with that i might have gotten it because just following the rhyme yeah but anyway we missed that and it bothered me mm. then it there was now. yeah it does bother me less now simply because i know that he was fucking with my emotions <laughs> that big perm um so then the came around and i want to say that that was our first wager question and without listening to it right this very second. I couldn't tell you what the first wager question was, but we wagered two points. Yeah, we weren't. It's Final final Jeopardy style, but a little further. Like, he didn't just give you the category. He gave you the actual question, and then you could wager your points. So if you knew it, you knew it. If you didn't, you didn't. So you weren't going to wager, you know, 10 points, and you and you knew you didn't know the answer. So it was a little less strenuous, like a little less stressful. Right. If and, you didn't know the, if you didn't right. know the answer, you didn't have to wager any points. Um, what was that first question? I the wager. That first wager question. I don't remember off the top of my head. It'll come to me. Yeah. It'll come to me. The only one that was really important was the uh, the two the two other wager questions. I remember perfectly. But um, then there were a couple other just random questions, random trivia type questions that we we actually got. We did fairly well. Yeah. By this point, I was blurting out answers as soon as I knew them, and I was. Every time I did, I was kicking myself. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it was the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom's and the, going, uh, they're listening to you. I'm like, shit, shit. Yeah, those, the two guys that were in the table next to us, they were definitely trying to hear what we were, what we were yeah. saying. They, they figured out <laughs> quick that I was like, this one's talking. Let's just listen to them. <laughs> yeah. But um, then it came, oh, what? One of them was the um, the band, the uh, two people yeah, from the band that, name. Was that, that a wager wasn't, question? That wasn't a wager question. Oh, okay. that was just a that was just a question, and we we tripped up on that simply because everybody did. Everybody, nobody got the correct answer, and that was again there was a hiatus because he had missed. Uh, I don't want to. There was a grammatical error 
in the question, so he says, and he took some extra time to fix it. And when he fixed it, it still didn't make any damn sense. But essentially what it was was there's a band, 80s rock band. He didn't say 80s. He just said early rock band. But Early rock band. That, yeah, yeah, that's right. Early, early hard rock band. That's what early said. hard rock band that has two brothers and the names, the brothers' names combined and the he former brothers at first. Oh, he said yeah. Two, two founding members. Two founding members combined name formed this band name that used to be Rat Salad. Yeah. And I want to say that I had seen that Guns N' Roses' first band name was Rat Salad before they got signed. So with Axl Rose being the Rose part of Guns N' Roses and then the guy from L.A. Guns. Right. Um, that's what I remember reading somewhere is, is that that's where the band came. Somebody from L.A. Guns and Axl Rose got together and made Guns N' Roses. I'm like, oh, it fits perfectly. Yeah. And I was proud of myself. So I bet nobody else. Yeah. But then we got it wrong. So but he had to everybody return everybody's. Wrong. Yeah. And he had to return everybody's slip to try and make another guess. And then after he re-explained the question, it was it was almost obvious that it, it was, was Van Halen. Easy. Like he yeah. tried to hint to everybody that it was Van Halen. And so he said they're related and they have the same name and the name is the name of the band. I'm like, okay, there's really only one option, but I guess somebody put Hall and Oates <laughs> and somebody Even put Black afterwards. Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Black Sabbath. There were people that still got it wrong after that. Yeah. And Bon Jovi would have been like the easiest answer. The two guys next to us got it wrong. And their excuse was, I hate Van Halen. I hate yeah. uh, Roth is what they said. Yeah, because they're stupid. Yeah, well, they were flat brim hatters, even if they weren't wearing the flat brim hat. I think. Yeah, but um, then we got a question that was uh more like Family Feud, where it was not necessarily wrong answers, but everybody it, you would get points if you were part of the most popular answer. Yeah, if you could guess what everybody else guessed for the number one answer. Yeah, whatever everybody in the room guessed. If if the most people had guessed that, then you'd get points. If not, you were out of luck. Yeah. And we we whiffed pretty poorly on my suggestion on the first one, which was <laughs> the most recognizable Caribbean country or right, island yeah. nation. Yeah. I don't remember one of them, but I said Aruba because I thought everybody in their right mind right now is singing Kokomo in their head. And the very first country is Aruba. Or Kokomo. Well, that's not the first, I guess. And it's a fake country, it, so that's probably the yeah, best. Doesn't doesn't actually exist, but <laughs> I mean, I guess that was a sound theory that people would be thinking Aruba because See, of the song. I thought Kokomo. Bahamas. Even that one wasn't number one. What was number one? Jamaica. No, Jamaica was number one. Yeah. So there we go. Got that one wrong. And then I, I don't remember what the second one was off the top of my head. I remember we got it, but though. I think we got the rest of them. We we did. We had the rest of them. It was just that first one we missed. Um, yeah. And then couple questions later we came across an audio visual question which was yeah the first four questions were oh wait no then there was the true or false okay so let's backtrack so there was the family feud style and then there were a couple more questions and then there were three true or false questions and then two ask the number questions and we got all of the true or false questions actually you you had a really good inside track on the uh, <laughs> the first question, whether it was true or false, and that was whether the country of Canada has a national reserve of maple syrup. Yep. And if and you're listening, yeah, if you don't know that, then you don't know Canada. <laughs> yeah. Of course, well, Canada has a national reserve of maple syrup. They probably have like clones of moose ready to go just in case. <laughs> <laughs> they got to keep Canada Canada, you know? 
yeah. in case of a disaster. And um, I guess the next question was Billy, was it Elvis Costello or was it, it was some musician and whether it was true or false, whether they were the first documented case of a woman throwing. Buddy Holly. Was Buddy Holly the first recorded case of a woman throwing her panties on stage at a performer? And of course, that's just too ridiculous to be true. Right. So we said false, and it was false. Yeah, the actual first person was something in the 1800s, they said. The guy said. Yeah. And then. The up. <laughs> I don't remember what the third question was. Do you? It was. Uh, it ended up being uh, false, but it was pretty. Too false, false, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. And then the questions, the next two questions were. I want to know if anybody got those. Well, yeah, there was. Because uh, when he said the number for the NASA thing, there were people that were high-fiving. That was the team. So I don't know if they they must have Googled it or something. Somebody cheated. Because that's ridiculous. It's how many... Uh, like celestial bodies is NASA tracking that compose potentially pose an imminent danger to Earth, and it was in the thousands. It was like fourteen hundred or it was, something. It was like fourteen hundred, and it was such a bizarre question that it's it was almost like obvious that it would have been zero. Right. It seems like you know if you're gonna like there's no way for somebody to know that. So it was a trick question. It must have been zero. So we put zero. But there's no way in the planet you could have just pulled that out of your ass unless you had specific like you, there's no way to estimate it. There's no way to be like. You weren't going to get the points if you said 1,401 and the answer is 1,402, you know, like, right. so why would, I don't so, know. I mean, I get it's trivia, but that seemed a little, it, yeah, a little too far down. Like, compared to the rest of the trivia, that one was just a little more nitpicky yeah. then. And then and the final question, uh, Eminem, Eminem song, Rap God, broke a Guinness World Record for most l- words in a song. And we just did a really quick estimate of like th- three words per second rap you know wrapped and then we did the math of a four minute song and then right. we ended up with like 800 i think we rounded up to like 800 was our number and then that ended up being like 1500 or yeah 1600 or something like that so we missed those two but then uh then we had another wager question and this wager question is this is what kept us from second place yeah yep that one we would have gotten second place if we would have not even we, we weren't even just oh we didn't get it damn we 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 had it yeah we let it go <laughs> and that was essentially who was the twenty seventh president pretty and much a couple yeah or little tidbits where this is the first president to admit he played golf and it was the first it was the last president last president purposeful facial hair yeah and what it all boiled down to is if you knew who the twenty seventh president was right right um, I guess the uh, the facial hair clue could have zeroed you in a little bit um but what it all boiled down to is you you would laid out taft or roosevelt and mm-hmm. i think i nudged us towards roosevelt and that was wrong we wagered well, six points which was a te- 12 point swing but anyway i'll i i actually spoiled it a little early i didn't want to tell anybody what where we placed but <laughs> well, yeah we both already said it oh well <laughs> let the cat out of the bag but that's okay uh, we uh we ended up wagering six points, and uh, that would have given us 12 more points, which would have jumped us into second place. But the final score, yeah. So, yes, we got third place. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Re- spoilers ahead. Spoilers behind. I don't know how we say that. We got <laughs> third place. But, yeah, I mean, I was frantically going through my mind trying to count the president. Because, I mean, I'm not an expert on it, but I, at least 20th century presidents I've got a pretty decent grip on. Yeah, and I was I was like, okay, there's Roosevelt, there's Taft, there was, blah, blah, blah. you know, I was, I'm going through the whole thing, counting, blah blah. blah. I came back, I was like, all right, might, and I did not count. I counted too many with it being if the way I counted, Roosevelt would have been uh twenty 
26. Oh. And I'm like, well, I was probably off by one. So, yeah, we'll just go with Roosevelt. But I was right. It would have been Taft if I would have stuck with my guns. And I was like, damn it. Weirdly Shit. enough, I'm much more solid ground if you could, if you want me to name the 20th century Russian rulers. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Let's see. Soviet Union, starting with the Vladimir Lenin. Then you have Joseph Stalin. Then you have Nikita Khrushchev. Then you have Leonid Brezhnev. Then you have Yuri Andropov. Then you have Mikhail Gorbachev. Then you have Boris Yeltsin. Then Vladimir Putin. Then Dmitry Medvedev. And now Vladimir Putin again. Bam. Wow. You should have asked a question about Russian presidents, damn it. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But So where was I? Um, Vladimir Putin fan club. Ooh, the Putin fan club. Uh, I'm a member. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they absolutely. highly... Yeah. Uh, it comes with some shock treatments and KGB... <laughs> A little testicle tickling, yeah. like we call Some it a business. KGB finger clamps. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that that's a that'd be a good one to know. But I don't. There there are certain lineages of world leaders that I don't. I just don't have. That is really my one that wants to go do bar trivia. Know your presidents. Right. Yeah. Just know your know your president. Uh, and I've got like a handful down pat that I know quite a bit about. Unfortunately, Taft was not one of them. <laughs> President Johnson liked to show his penis to people. Not kidding. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> I he found him. He called it jumbo. I here. learned today. I was playing golf, and apparently, if you're shot, if you're shot from the first tee, or if you drive the ball and it does not reach the female uh, tees, then you're supposed to play the rest of the hole with your wang dangling out. See, you and, just uh, said a bunch of word salad to me because I have no idea what any of that means. There's a female tee. You, <laughs> you understand. Hell? You understand Wang Dangling, though, don't you? Oh, I live Wang Dangling. <laughs> That's my superhero uh, name. The Wang Dangling. Uh, no, there's... Worst superpower ever. There's the regular tees for men. There's professional tees, and then there's female tees. And the, the yeah, pro tees... female tees all the time, goddammit. <laughs> female well, anyway, tees. If, if, you, of my existence. if you strike the ball with your club from the male tees, and they don't make it to the female tees, you're supposed to play the rest of the hole with your... Wang dangling. <laughs> Supposed to tease the hole. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. And uh, I'm uh, really struggling to find somebody that wants to see that. So tease the hole with your wang dangling? Anyway. There's somebody we, out there. I guarantee Craigslist that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just no reference. Uh, who wants to wang dangle with me at the female tease? <laughs> You'll get somebody to reply. I don't know what you're about, but I like it. I'm on board. I'm on board with wang dangling. Um, I could bring my own Benoit balls. So, trivia. <laughs> steer away from the Benoit balls, aren't you? Well, we had to make it to Perv Corner. That, that's, <laughs> we can check that box off. Oh, I got more about Perv Corner. <laughs> um, so there was an audio-video question, and the first, the first one was a picture, and it was, who is in the center of... Who is... in? Name the human in this picture, yeah. essentially. And to me, it was an easy one. I couldn't barely. I wasn't even sure what I was looking at, which told me I think I need to get my eyes checked. <laughs> yeah, soon. maybe. But it was a black and white photo of the animatronic shark from Jaws, and then there was a man inside the mouth of the Jaws, kind of acting goofy, kind of having a good time. And I knew instantly that was Steven Spielberg. That was an easy one for me. Then he said, "Bonus points for anybody that knows the name of the shark," which I did not know. This, I guess, I probably did at one point because I've watched all kinds of documentaries on the movie Jaws. But um, apparently Steven Spielberg named the shark after his lawyer, Bruce. So that was the extracurricular question. Um, Second 
was another photo. Can't remember what it was off the top of my head. It's Barack Obama. Oh no 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 no! That was the third one. the The second oh. one was a, a picture of a 1940s style like Ford oh, Model T or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That it was riddled with bullet holes, and it said who who were the occupants of this car? Right. And it was just full of bullet holes, and I knew right away it was Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde which right. is kind of a famous picture that the uh, FBI or whatever government agency that took them down had riddled full of holes. And then the third question was who's in the center of the photo, which was Barack Obama in high school posing for a basketball team photo. Yeah. And fourth question, don't remember. And then the fifth question was absolute murder. Do you remember it? Uh. It was an audio question and they played a song and they wanted to know the name of the people singing the song. Do you remember the song? Oh my God, no! The Macarena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that one's wrong. I already repressed it. <laughs> so anybody it listening Macarena, right we had, now, you had to name the band. <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening right now, if you know who sang the Macarena, you are a special person. Yeah. Indeed, I, you are a special person. We did. We had no idea. We we just started saying what we say some random like Hispanic we said, fucking thing. Yeah, I think we said uh, the the, mar- the mariachi. The mariachi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it ended uh, up being Los Del Rio. I think that was the name of the band. Yeah, Something like that. Right. Del Taco. That's because I kept saying Del Taco. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Um, I am a racist mofo. Oh well. Racist corner every day. <laughs> um. God, I can't remember that fourth picture. It was a fourth picture, but we and got, we got it like, right. The only one we didn't get was a Del Taco. The Macarena. Yeah. And then, um, boy, the tacos were flowing. Tacos were good, too. Yeah, the tacos Waitress were real good. Cute. Nice rack. Waitress was good looking. Bartender was hot. Yeah, it was, was, it was drooling over Tom's shirt. Clean the hot blonde in the corner. That's right. Yeah, I, so I get now a lot I know. Of... If I go to Margarita's, I need to wear a shirt that praises the Patriots. Yeah. That's how I'm going to get some action. Yeah, she was she was ready for it, wasn't she? I get a lot of that when I wear that shirt around. If anybody knows, it's I have a shirt that shows the score of the Patriots uh, when they were down in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51. And then on the back, it has the final score where they came back and won. And uh, everywhere I go that I wear that shirt, I actually got it as a, uh, my wife got it for me for Father's Day. She got herself one, but it's it's a little bit of a celebrity status when you go out. People are like, yes. <laughs> You know your stuff, but uh, yeah, the blonde definitely definitely uh, wanted a little bit of that Tom Brady action. Yeah, so from our vantage point, we were right there in the cross section of all the staff moving about. So there was, from where I sat, there was our really cute waitress with the big with the big rack. There was the hot bartender with the big rack. There was the I think she was probably like a half black or something, but she was pretty hot with the big rack. Kept walking by, and then there was the hostess. With the phenomenal rack, who was directly in my line of sight the entire time. <laughs> I'm surprised you got any of the trivia questions correct. Oh, my God. It's, it's a testament to my rigorous academic fortitude that I can turn <laughs> off my libido for a second to answer questions and then immediately turn it back on and be the creepiest mofo on the planet. I was just staring. Oh, it was bad. I'm, I'm horrible. So can we just backtrack for just a second? Yes, let's do it. I'm going to think again about her. What's the name of of the profession of somebody that works behind a bar cleaning the glasses and bringing up the booze. The boozinator? If it's not, it no, should the, be. The girl working behind the bar that was cute. That's not the bartender. Oh, the bartendress. 
the bartemptress. The bartemptress. Got anyway, that right. I may have misheard things, but you know, we'll we'll move on. I don't want to spend any more time on it. Mm. It's good. So uh, anyway, then we moved on to a couple more questions, and then it was time for the end, the final question, which. Up until this point, you were limited to how many points you could wager. Yeah, we were down by the end. We were like number five because he, he would say yep. the names of the teams and then all their points uh, when he was doing yeah, the wager so, questions. So you knew we, how much we you actually um, we dropped. We we maintained third place probably through two thirds of it. And then yeah. we we actually dropped. It was after we went downhill after that Taft question. And it's not that we got a lot of questions wrong. It's that we, like, I want to say that those two questions about the number, like the NASA question and then the M&M question and then getting the Taft question wrong, I think that we had a little bit of a streak there where we lost it and we dropped to fifth place. Right. And then we knew when it came to this final question that if we wanted to contend with, if we wanted to place at all, we needed to wager all our points. Right, exactly, because there was no, like, you know, what I keep saying, second place is first loser. I was under yeah. the impression that there was only one prize, which was a f- first place. I was wrong. I don't know why I thought that, because I think he did explain it at the beginning. but He did explain it, but you were probably checking out the, the rack. Okay, of- no, you're right. I do know why I didn't pay it. <laughs> but uh, the final question, do you remember it? Because I remember it. No, I've seen the rack, but I know we got it. And I can't- oh, no, yes, I do. What is the... F- yeah. The flock of a group of called animals a, called a uh, flamboyance. A flamboyance, yes. What what type of animal, when grouped, is called a flamboyance? And, and we it wasn't had, tree frog. We had eighty four points, and we wagered wagered all of them. Yeah, and we got it. Which, if you're sitting here listening to it, I'm thinking at least two thirds of you have guessed it right off the bat because this is not that difficult a question. No. What animal anywhere would call a flamboyance? Yeah, and, koalas. Um, because koalas uh, flock together. When they do, it's fabulous. Oh, it's beautiful when when they uh, when they flock <laughs> and travel in their herd. Have you ever uh, seen a koala flock and frolic and pirouette? A koala flock frolic. <laughs> Wait, a koala flock flock. It's, it's a, a flock fl- of koalas frolicking. A frolicking, follicling. They have the follicles and the flocking. <laughs> a frolicling. A, a frolicles. <laughs> it's a Greek koala frolicles. Have you ever seen an alligator? Frolic <laughs> from with a vine to vine. Uh, yes, the answer is flamingo. Flamingo. Yeah. To be specific, it's the pink flamingo. But I think we left off the word pink, and he gave it to us anyway. So we jumped. We intimidated the crap out of him. That's why he gave it to us. Yeah, we We're jumped back into third place for the final question, right. and we we ended up getting third place, which was a ten dollar gift card, which we immediately used towards our booze and tacos booze filled tacos booze tacos yep and like we had said before when he broke down the scores we got 168 and i don't remember the second place got but we are the 12 points from taft question would have put us past the second place yeah we were we were within 12 points i think we it was like eight points behind the second place but the first place team ran away with it like they got 190 something oh yeah they there was no way to catch them but there was also five of them so just like our uh, escape room episode, I maintain that limited numbers, we did very well. If we would have had more people, we probably would have gotten over the top, succeeded. Yeah, I like the purple rain question bothers me. But now that I think about it, when we didn't get the lyrics exactly as they were sung. Um, well, 
even the Taft question. Remember that that guy was walking away. He goes, "It's Taft," and we're saying like, "Okay, is he fucking with us?" Or that was the team. Off? That was the team that left. Right. So it's like, is that sour grapes? He's trying to just screw everybody else over, or what's happening here? So we weren't sure. We were that like shook our confidence. Yeah. So uh, that was our night. That was our trivia night, and we even with the numbers down, the numbers were against us. We killed it two against the world <laughs> we came in third which is not the most inspiring story but it's still pretty goddamn good what advice do you have for somebody that's going to go do trivia night don't sit in a spot where you just have nothing but a hostess view because it's distracting um yeah. anyway my I, advice... you, should, you should know these are these are the things that i think you should know you should know the u.s presidents you should know like random no, your... 80s rock yeah like 80s 90s know your know your pop rock bands of the 20th century in the more obscure, the better. Like if you know who sang "I'm Too Sexy," then you yeah. You probably well, one of the questions was the Twenty Seven Club. Like who's part? Who's not part of the Twenty Seven Club? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So and the Twenty Seven Club is rock stars or whoever that died when they were twenty seven. I think specifically yeah. by suicide slash overdose, which I guess technically overdose is a form of suicide. Yeah, but I don't it. think it's the same. I don't think it's the same kind of suicide as no, like, I guess not. the suicide, the ideation. To kill oneself. Although like it's a, I was thinking about this, do they designate autoerotic asphyxiation as suicide? I don't know. If autoerotic asphyxiation is suicide, then so is overdose. It's the same deal. You're killing yourself, but you—that was not your goal. You're just trying to get happy time. Right. Well. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, now that's food for thought. And uh, so yeah, it was like 27 Club was like Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain. Those are the three I knew were in there. And then they had Jim Morrison and uh, Bob Marley, Marley, which we weren't sure of, but we guessed Bob Marley. We got right. Yeah, I I guess I had known that Bob Marley died of natural causes, like he died of cancer. So um, that could be suicide too, if you like just love standing too close to a microwave or something. That could happen. Maybe you love a microwave because nowadays you can get married to a microwave. Yeah, why not? So okay, your love burns like the sun, baby. (laughs) Trivia, bar trivia is anything but trivial. Indeed. And I uh, I did not prepare a trivia question because we were talking about trivia. But if you want I, a trivia question, I can come up with one. I got a backup. I, maybe this is a good time to reveal my backup trivia question that I've always <gasps> in my pocket. Oh, man. What, what is it? Give, give it to me. All right. Which of the 50 states of these United States is geographically the closest to Africa? Wait, is it a which of the 50 U.S. states is geographically yes. closest to Africa? Right. That is worded like a trick question. I don't, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say California. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Alaska. Wait, no. 50. 50. Not not the lower you, 48. All 50 states. Out of all 50 states, I can, I'll trim it down for you. It is one of the lower 48. I'm going to say excluding, California. Excluding Alaska and Hawaii, the freak states. <laughs> since it's reference. Um, stick with California? I'm sticking with California. It is, and you should be ashamed of yourself, it is Maine. What? If you look on a globe, because it sticks out so far, and then you go straight line from Maine to the northwest coast of Africa, it's closest, it's closer than like Florida or anything like that. As a crow flies straight line, Maine is closest to Africa. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Now I got to find another backup trivia question. Damn. <laughs> What's in my uh, pocket right now? Come on, guess. Uh, Thirty-eight cents and a condom from ten years ago. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, used or not, <laughs> and I mean the thirty-eight cents. <laughs> a used condom from ten years ago <laughs> is a memorial. <laughs> um, hmm. 
Oh. Hold on, just a second. Give me, give me a song lyric. Let's see if I can. <laughs> Tell me a song about drifters and hobos. This makes me so angry here. The Macarena. Oh my god. Um. All right, I'll give you this one. All right. Which actress has won the most Oscars? Meryl Streep. No. Oh, it's probably something like um, like Audrey Hepburn or something like that. <gasps> Catherine Hepburn. Ah, oh, damn! I was so close. <laughs> Anyway, I, I was like, Catherine was like, well, maybe Audrey. No, I was looking at some of these questions that I was just going to like quickly just just going to throw one of these out. Oh, my God. Which <laughs> fictional city is the home of Batman? <laughs> oh my God. That's a trivia question. Yeah. Spinach is high in which mineral? <laughs> what is a Geiger counter used to detect? Ooh. Geigers. Duh. Babe Ruth is associated with which sport? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. These are horrible. Uh, what are you looking at? Trivia for the dumb? Beginner's trivia. (laughs) Trivia to make yourself feel better about yourself. Uh, Traditionally, how many wonders of the world are there? Participation trophy trivia. That's what you're looking at. Oh, God. (laughs) Man, these are... What is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Who directed (laughs) the movie Jaws? I can't take it. Oh, my God. All right. That's that's good enough for me. (sighs) Catherine Hepburn. Four Oscars, 12 nominations. You go and get it. Tinkerbell directed Jaws. Boom. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm Wang Dangler. Wang Dangler. I'm Koala Bob Scully. Saying, until next time, get me in your Monday milk. Get me in that Monday milk. All right. See you later. Bye-bye.